0: The 2023 schedules are out, and today we are predicting each of the Chargers' 17 games, and somehow I have them starting off 5-0.
1: You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
0: your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David And We've been covering the Chargers together now for seven seasons, but this is our fifth season as a host of the On Chargers Podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you guys, as always, for making us your first listen today. And to make sure you never miss the show, go subscribe or follow for free on YouTube and listen wherever you get your podcasts. David, what do we got today?
1: Well, we knew who the Chargers opponents were going to be. Now we know when the Chargers are going to play them, and we know how many primetime games they are. And so now I think it's the right time to go game by game and see what we think is going to happen with this 2023 schedule.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited and somehow went overly optimistic, at least with the way the Chargers are starting the season. And it kind of feels like they need to get off to a quick start because they have some really, really tough games later on in the season. But this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash on today to get started. David, let's start with the first game of the season here as we make our predictions way too early predictions, of course. Going through these games and getting to what the Chargers final record is Both of us having the Chargers at double-digit wins this year. But how do they get there? So let's start with the first week, David, the Dolphins, Tua versus Justin Herbert again. What will happen in this one in 2023?
1: Yeah, big-time matchup at home for the Chargers. A great way to start off the 2023 schedule, I think. I think the Chargers and Brandon Staley really found the recipe to try to limit Tua uh, I, th- I think they're going to be able to effectively uh, employ that again or deploy that that tactic again. So I think with, you know, hopefully you have the Chargers with a healthy offensive line and a full complement of weapons. I think Justin Herbert kicks off the 2023 schedule with a bang, and he really airs it out. I got the Chargers taking the victory in game one.
0: Yeah, well, I think this could be a very, you know, 50-50 game. This is one of the games that worries me the most in the first five weeks, and that's what we're going to get to here. I have them going one and zero. Obviously, I have them starting off five and zero to start this season. But Herbert versus to Ken Staley repeat the dominant defensive game plan. First game of the Chargers' new offense that scares me a little bit, but I think that it's definitely a game that they can get done. Coin flip right now, but I have the Chargers getting off to a one and zero start. And I also David for the Tennessee Titans have them beating Derrick Henry and the Vikings to go 3 and 0 to start this season. I think with the Titans, I mean, obviously it's a fresh Derrick Henry at the beginning of a season that scares me, but they kind of crumbled down the stretch of last season, right? Now Ryan Tannehill has another quarterback behind him and Will Levis that was taken. I mean, now two, right? If you're talking about Malik yeah. Willis as well. But it seems like things are kind of going the wrong direction. I think the biggest thing that would, you know, I think that is going against them is their wide receiver core is just, I mean, who is it right? Traylon Burks. I liked a lot coming out, but like, that's basically the only dude. How do you feel about those next batch of games, the Titans and the Vikings?
1: Yeah, I think the Titans, uh, there's just a lot of uncertainty there with the quarterback position. I I don't think they really know who that's going to be. I think it's going to take them some time for them to kind of find that identity. I think the Chargers already know who they are and and how they're going to attack. So I have them being able to limit Derrick Henry and take that victory. uh, I get them going 2-0. And then against the Vikings, this is one that I've gone back and forth with on. I mean, I understand the state of the Vikings right now. I mean, we were talking about it a little bit before we started recording is there's a lot of uh, moving parts there a a lot of differences it's a very different football team but the chargers really struggle against the vikings they've dropped the last three contests and unfortunately i have them making it four losses in a row this is where they pick up their first loss of the season
0: i totally get that i mean i think for me the biggest thing that makes me feel better about the matchup is just kind of the turnover that they have i mean they still have a lot of good players i mean a lot of it i think depends on how you feel about kirk cousins i don't put as much historical kind of you know value on those yeah. other losses just because it's like I think Justin Herbert's only played them one time right and he got picked True. out by Eric Hendricks and I think the thing is too is it's like in a completely new coaching staff from one yeah. of, pretty much every one of those losses right had, Mike Zimmer um, yeah. right I mean it was against Mike Zimmer and that defense definitely gave Justin Herbert fits the first time he went True. against them I-, I think between the Titans In the Vikings, like the Titans, they have Mike Vrabel and Derrick Henry. So, like, that's going to be a tough game. I don't think any of these are going to be easy for the Chargers. But I also think if this game happened last year with Kellen Moore at the helm of the offense, I don't think it's a 17-14 game with Justin Herbert having to pull off some heroics at the end, right? So, like, I think the Chargers should be able to... You know, put up more points than they did last season. And I also think it's kind of one of those things where Derrick Henry could still go off, but like somebody has to do something around him, right? Yeah. Some of the some, one of those receivers, the quarterback's going to have to do something. So I think the Vikings, out of those two games, they're going to be very interesting. 13 and four last year. They were a yeah. very, very good team. But they lost Eric Hendricks, Adam Thielen, probably Dalvin Cook, according to reports. They just traded Zadarius Smith. They lost Dalvin yeah. Tomlinson, you know, a couple guys in the secondary. A lot Duke of show. turnover. Sure, they added Marcus Davenport, Byron Murphy, Jordan Addison, who we liked but didn't really like for the Chargers, right? So it's still Justin Jefferson, right? It's still going to be a competitive game, I think. But I think this is the year they kind of kicked that against the Vikings. Let's move to the fourth and fifth game, David, because Chargers go Las Vegas week four, and then they have a bye week in week five, and then go to Dallas in week six, revenge game for Kellen Moore. How do you think these next two games play out?
1: Yep, so uh, at home against the Raiders I have some major question marks ab- About the Raiders offensive line hmm. I don't think they know who's going to be playing for them I still think they're going to be trying to figure that out um, And also I have some Question marks about their secondary I think you know what the pass rush is But I mean their defenders on the back end don't scare me at all I, I actually have the Chargers taking this victory against the Raiders, getting that W at home, then enjoying a bye week. And then you got the Cowboys on Monday night football at home, the Kellen Moore revenge game. You know, this means something to him. You know, he's probably not gonna make that big of a deal of it. But, you know, this is going to be one of those games where he's going to want to run up the score. And I think they are going to accomplish that victory, uh, accomplish that mission. I have the Chargers taking that victory. And at this point, after five games, I got them four and one.
0: Yeah, I think you'd sign up for that right now. I think all Chargers fans should sign up for that right now. I mean, winning your first five games is super unlikely. And I mean, there's, you know, barely any chance that happens. But like I'm going through these, you know, at least in this part of the season, I had them pulling it off. I think for me with the Raiders, it's like I'll believe in the Josh McDaniels, Jimmy G, you know, dynamic duo when I see it. Like, it's just hard for me to see that right now. I like Michael Mayer they took in the draft. But, like, I don't know. I I like the receiving trio a lot between Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, and then bringing in, you know, Jacoby Myers. So, it's going to be an interesting team, but I have to see it. It doesn't scare me yet. I would love to get that win against the Raiders. But... The only teams I think that are close for me as far as wins that I appreciate more than kind of division rivals like the Raiders. Raiders are number one inside the division, yeah. obviously. But always. outside of that, I'm pretty sure it's the Cowboys and the Patriots are the teams that I want the Chargers to beat the
1: most. Not that I well, think they Well, and the Chiefs. Will. I mean, the Chiefs are always do, the team I I do, of course,
0: but beat, I'm talking but about outside of the division. Like outside I said, of the division, yeah. In the division, it's easy. Outside of the division, I don't think there's two other teams besides the Patriots and the Cowboys that I would want the Chargers to beat more. So, I like agree. that. I mean, the Dolphins somehow have kind of skyrocketed up there too, just with all yeah. the banter back and forth between the teams. But Kellen Moore revenge game. The Dallas defense is still going to probably be really, really good this year, and they also added, you know, Brandon Cooks. They added Stephon Gilmore defensively. I think it's going to be a good defense. I don't know if the Chargers kind of light them up, but I just for some reason, man, I don't feel like the Chargers are losing to the Cowboys this year because the Cowboys also lost a big asset in Kellen Moore. That's just yeah. what I think about Kellen Moore. I think he's really good. And I think they lose that David. I mean, that would be sweet, sweet revenge. Mike McCarthy gets rid of Kellen Moore. Really, at the end of the day, that's yeah. what happened, right? Yes. To go back and get that sweet revenge and to, you know, kind of have a chance with the bye week to really get this offense humming. You know, six weeks into the season, I could see them doing it and pulling off the upset. You
1: know that Kellen Moore is taking that bye week and he is putting in all of the extra work, all of the extra attention to try to go out there and improve the Dallas Cowboys organization, Mike McCarthy wrong that they made the wrong decision you made the wrong choice you let a top five offense offensive coordinator leave and go somewhere else because you didn't like some of the philosophies i don't get that i mean the results were there and they were there over a good period of time there's plenty of sample size to suggest that Kellen Moore did a fantastic job as the Cowboys offensive coordinator. He's going to be looking forward to this game, and you know he is going to want to get this W. It's circled. It's been circled ever since the opponents were announced.
0: One, I think the other underrated part of the Kellen Moore signing specifically for that game, David, is he knows what Mike McCarthy wants to do, right? Absolutely, I mean, maybe it was never Mike McCarthy's total offense there last year, but, like, he knows where their tensions were. He knows exactly what he wants to do more now that Kellen Moore's not there, right? Yeah. So I, I think that that's another great advantage the Chargers will have because of him having that extra bye week to kind of, you know, give all that insight and to hopefully give the defense an edge going up against that Cowboys offense that, you know, is kind of in flux a little bit. And Dak Prescott, I mean, pretty much ended his season as poorly as he possibly could, at least yeah, in the regular horrible. season. Didn't look great in the playoff loss either, but. We haven't talked about the Chiefs yet, and that's going to be the biggest barometer for the Chargers season. Can they go 6-0 and and take down the Chiefs in their first matchup with Kellen Moore going up against that team with Justin Herbert? We're getting to that and also how they're going to do against the Jets the Lions who really scare me, and much more coming up after this. But first, I need to tell you guys that you need to make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because they are the official betting sponsor of the Longton Chargers podcast. And also right now, because new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Lakers versus Nuggets. Western Conference Finals kicking off tomorrow on Tuesday I'm excited for that. But if you guys want to have some more juice on the game, if it can't get exciting enough, you can go on to FanDuel because they have so many great things and promotions going on during the playoffs. And they have a lot of just little dual parlays where you can pick a couple of things to happen and really juice up the odds there. You know, you can go LeBron James points or Anthony Davis blocks or whatever you're looking for. The best place in the playoffs to go is FanDuel. There's no one better. To no place better to get all of your playoff action. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. David, at this point, I have the Chargers 5 and 0 somehow, and I'm not the optimist <laughs> on this show. It was weird going <laughs> through that, but like it's, I can see a path to it happening. Like it just I doesn't I can see seem, it too, for sure. And I do think that they kind of have to get fat on some of those teams they have at the beginning because I think those are going to be some of the better matchups that they're going to take care of
1: their business, right?
0: Absolutely, and I think especially when you hear what these next six games are, you're going to wish you got a lot in at the very beginning because it starts with the Kansas City Chiefs in Week 7 and then the Bears. So, like, I think, you know, the Bears are another one kind of in this sweet spot, David, where, like, that feels like one of the games in this six game stretch that they kind of have to pull off, but that's even scary with Justin Fields. How do you think it turns out against the Chiefs and then the Bears?
1: Yeah, so uh Arrowhead, really tough place to play. I mean, the, the Chargers always play the Chiefs. Very, very tough. I mean, this game is not gonna be any, any exception. I, I think it's gonna be another slobber knocker. I mean these teams are just they're right there. They're right, right next to each other. They're so close. I really, really want to give the Chargers this victory. I want to see it happen. I'm just, I'd struggled getting there. So, unfortunately, I have them losing this game to the Chiefs in Arrowhead. But then you go to the Bears on Sunday night football at home. I think Brandon Staley is going to have a great game plan to go ahead and frustrate and really try to confuse Justin Fields I think he's going to accomplish that mission I think the Chargers are going to pick up that victory so they're going to split those two games lose to the Chiefs but pick up a nice victory on Sunday night football against the Bears and then what do you have at that point yeah so at that point that would make them five and five and two okay so, yeah, so I have them also losing
0: to the Chiefs. I'm very excited about that first matchup because, like I said before, like you have a little bit of a chance for Kellen Moore's offense to get into a groove because it's week yeah. seven. You have already had your bye week to kind of make the needed adjustments, right, now that you've kind of seen what it looks like through the first month of the season. I think that is one place where the Chargers actually can benefit from the early bye week because, overall, I think it's a bad thing to have it that early. Yeah, i not in a week fan. five. But every time we've seen the Chargers in their bye week under Brandon Staley, we've seen some immediate kind of fixes on some things. And they've come out a little bit better afterwards. Last year, you know, is right before the Chargers ended up, you know, rattling off those four wins in a row. I am still in kind of a prove it mode. At least, you know, maybe you could talk me into a split. We'll talk about week 18 later with the Kansas City Chiefs. But I'm going lost five and one for the Chargers at that point. Chiefs are still going to be great. When you lose Tyree Kill and still come back
1: and sweep the Chargers the next year and go win the Super Bowl and still have so one of the top between. offenses in the NFL, it's like my goodness. And you
0: know the top offensive mind, top quarterback, all of those things. So I think the Chargers have always been competitive. They, you know, Bran Stewie's defense has actually held the Chiefs to some of their lower point totals in his yeah. matchups against them. Now they have Kellen Moore. This is his first chance to show that he can keep up with that high powered mm-hmm. offense. But Week Eight, I have the Chargers getting a big win, going to six and one. Justin Fields' legs scared me. Worst team in the league, though, last year, right? Like This is the team that had the number one overall pick. Yeah. I think the Chargers will still be good enough to get that game done, even with the obvious things they have going against them, going into it. I think the Bears are just another team that's still in flux. Maybe they take a small step up, but I think the Chargers are going to need that game in this stretch because they have a couple more really, really tough ones after that, David. Week 9 against the New York Jets.
1: Week 10 against the Detroit Lions. How do you see those ones going? Yeah, this is going to be a tough stretch for my optimistic Charger fans out there. Uh, e- even for me, that this one was tough. Uh, I think the Jets with Aaron Rodgers with you know some really like legit wide receivers. I mean, you, you saw I think earlier on in his career what he is capable of doing when he's got a guy like Devonte Adams and when he's got you know other guys that have really you know, done some really good work for him. He's very, very, very effective. So, and that defense is one of the best defenses in the NFL. So I think that's going to be a really tough one. I I got the Chargers dropping that game to the Jets. And then coming back to the Lions at home, I think this is another really tough matchup. And I think the Lions are an up-and-coming team. I think they're a very physical football team. I think they're going to impose their will. And unfortunately, I got the Chargers dropping that game too. So I got two losses back-to-back.
0: Yeah, so for you at that point, they're at five and four, which is still, I think, where you, a good place to be at this point in the season, yeah. right? Especially with how tough some of these teams are. I also have them losing both those games. I mean, I think for the Jets, that team was almost a playoff team with Zach Wilson at quarterback. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there's question marks and like on the every other line. quarterback
1: they had playing. Sure, for them too.
0: <laughs> sure. They traded Elijah Moore, brought in Alan Lazard, brought in Randall Cobb. I mean, yeah. I think they're still. You know, they get Brees Hall back too, who looked really good before he got injured last year in a really small sample size, but someone we liked a lot coming out of the draft. Yeah, I like that team, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to lose that game. They have a very, very good defense. Defense doesn't always you know travel year to year like that, so we'll right. see what they look like in Week Nine, and it could look like an entirely different game. Right now, I have it as a loss. I think the Lions David scare me more than any other NFC North team.
1: I would agree. It's yeah, the only
0: you know I, th- this one scares me the most out of any NFC North team. Great running game. But also, you know, big questions on defense and a really puzzling draft class, I think, at the top of it for sure. Yeah, uh, Jameer Gibbs traded DeAndre Swift, Brown and Jack Campbell in the first round. Just a, a, kind of some odd choices there, and they have some players suspended for gambling. So how will yeah. that impact the season? I mean, it's not big-name players, um, so I don't think it'll be too James much. Jameson Williams? Yeah, well, yeah, besides Jameson Williams. That's, a yeah, the one big player and then, you know, some guys that most people probably have never heard of. But, yeah, right. Jameson Williams. Yeah. That would, you know, it's still Jared Goff, he'll be, but, he'll, like,
1: like, he'll be back for that game, though.
0: I mean, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so that, that part won't so really matter. Yeah, not all of them got suspended for the whole season. But, yeah. Now we have Week 11, Green Bay Packers at that point. After that loss, I have the Chargers at 6-3. and three. Still great. And, obviously, you take that right now. But after a 5-0 and start, you know, it's a couple. It's a little slide there. The Green Bay Packers and the Baltimore Ravens. How do you see those ones going?
1: Yeah, so... Uh, packers game here first game with the new quarterback jordan love and Herbert's Jordan first love
0: up with him too yeah right exactly Herbert's bus.
1: first first matchup jordan love i feel like is a is a gunslinger I, I think this is a guy you know when i was evaluating him i remember he had some really good arm talent like he could make some throws but i think he trusts his arm a little bit too much and i think he's still going to be figuring that out uh, at this point in the season, I think the Chargers are going to take that victory. I think they're going to get that win. And then this one against the Ravens is, I think, is going to be a shootout. I really do believe that. And I feel like the Chargers are, are going to end up with the ball uh, at the end. And I think they're going to win it on, on the last drive. So, I have against them Baltimore? taking. Yeah, against oh, wow. Baltimore. So, I have the Chargers beating the, the Packers and beating the Ravens. And then they're sitting here after this stretch at 7-4. and four.
0: Yeah, so we're going to get to the same spot either way. I mean, I think the Packers game is probably tougher than you think it is. I mean, I think in the games we've seen Jordan Love in small sample sizes, he's been pretty conservative, right? It seems like they've at least ironed out some of that. And I think, you know, very good offensive line, potentially very good running game with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon scares me for sure. And I think their defense could have a bounce back season either after getting a new defensive coordinator. So I think that one's going to be tough, but I have the Chargers pulling it off in a close one. Seven to three. I wish Lamar Jackson left. I'll start with that.
1: (laughs) Don't we Uh, all like
0: uh, that team? You know, Todd Munkin, offense coordinator. I I like the Ravens a lot this year. Uh, Adding Odell Beckham Jr. Adding Zay Flowers, a guy we really liked a lot. And I mean, that defense basically single-handedly made them a playoff team last year, right? I mean, they had Huntley starting for way too many games for that team to still make the playoffs last year. We'll see what Lamar's health is like at that point, right? We'll still see if he's a guy that's still healthy, but we'll see what the Chargers' health is like at that point. I have them dropping that one to get to 7-4. and So, me and you both at 7-4 and entering this final six-game stretch for the Chargers. But I'm a fan of the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens have always been tough. That defense, obviously, under a different defensive coordinator, is one of the worst games that Justin Herbert has had to this point in his career. I'm very excited to not have him hamstrung against some of these good defenses with Joe Lombardi, though, obviously. That's probably the biggest difference they have there. But the dreaded New England Patriots are somebody they still have coming up. Can they take that one out? They have two games against the Broncos in their last six game, or last five games. So we're going to have to see how that looks under Sean Payton. What can he get out of Russell Wilson? And then a brutal four-game stretch down the end with the Buffalo Bills. Kansas City Chiefs. How are we predicting it? We're getting to that right after this. All right, David. Well, it's always fun to do these two early predictions, and we'll see kind of what this roster looks like, if there's any additions to it. Still, by the end of, you know, the offseason, by the time we get to training camp, we'll probably see a couple of additions, potentially, you know, even though it's been quiet after the draft so far. But that's just for today. Tomorrow, I'm very excited about, because tomorrow we're regrading the 2022 draft for the Chargers. I was looking back at my grades. Pretty close on some of these guys, kind of low on some of the other guys, I mean. But tomorrow we'll be getting into, now that we have a season of most of these players, what our 2022 draft grades were from that class. And then also have some training camp battles later on this week for the everydayers out there. Loaded week for you guys, and we'll also be doing some fan stuff, fan mail Friday this week as well so you guys can get in and get your questions in for that as well and tell us what you want us to talk about. But it starts here, David. Week 13, the charges are 7-4 and four for both of us at this point so this is the Evil Empire, and then you have Denver Broncos. So This is going to be a really interesting two-game stretch for the Chargers. They get a chance to really defeat their biggest dragon outside of the division probably with the New England Patriots, especially you know historically in the last 20 years. And then you get the first game against Denver Broncos. Week 14, you don't get them early, right? When they're still kind of figuring things out, you get them in an important part of the season for you. How do you see these games going?
1: Yep, Evil Empire for sure. Uh, I mean just this this is definitely smug the terrible here uh, the patriots the patriots have beat the chargers every single time since october twelfth, two 2008 15 years since the last time the chargers beat the patriots that and that was Matt castle this year Sorry. yes that was Matt castle yes. yeah horrible wow. i'm t- i'm sick and tired of it it's Finishes this year, J.C. Jackson revenge game. J.C. Jackson is (laughs) going to be back. He's going to be healthy. He's going to get two picks, and he's going to help the Chargers beat the Patriots and get that big victory. And then they go to the Broncos at home. I think at home they are going to take the victory against the Broncos. I, I like them much better at home against the Broncos. Uh, I still think that Sean Payton is going to make that more difficult because they're going to turn that into more of a running football team, which I think is going to make them definitely more effective. You're going to take more off of Russell Wilson's plate, which I think is the right thing to do. But I think the Chargers are going to find a way to get this victory at home. So after those two games, I have them at updated record of 9-4. and four.
0: Ooh, I love that. To me, I think the Broncos games are another one that are really hard to predict. One of the harder teams to kind of project this season. And I think, you know, it's a 50-50 one for me, I think. So, at Week 13 Patriots, I have them slaying one of the biggest dragons as well. Justin Herbert is 0 to 45-0 to game as a rookie in yeah. a 27-24 game in 2021. So, Bill Belichick has absolutely you know, destroyed Justin Herbert, basically. I mean, even the 27-24 game wasn't probably as close as it seemed. Right, That no. was that Kenneth Murray game where we thought he might be really good because he had like the best game of 11 life, tackles, yeah. Even in a terrible, crazy. terrible loss. But yeah. this is the other thing. The Kellen Moore. Having Justin Herbert with Kellen Moore going up against the Evil Empire I think matters because last mm-hmm. time Kellen Moore played Bill Belichick in 2021, he hung 35 on him in a win. So I think that's the biggest thing Justin Herbert has going for him going into that one. And I just don't trust some Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones. I'll have to see that before I believe it. I have them losing the first matchup against the Broncos to go to 8-5 at that point in the season. First time against Sean Payton. Wish they had him earlier in the season. I think if you're going to go 1-1, one and one, I think the home game makes more sense. But for some reason here, I have them losing that. I mean, more physical team probably this year, right? Total kind of transformation I think of the offense there and getting Javante Williams back I think is huge I am at eight and five at that point now we go to week 15 and 16 David the Raiders and the Bills I'm so excited for that Bills game but let's start with the Raiders David what do you think is going to happen in their second go around you had them winning the first one what do you think happens in round two
1: I have the Raiders losing to the chargers again and the chargers doing what they should do which is sweep the raiders for the first time in a very long time it is time for the chargers to get back to their stretch of dominance like they had from 03 to 09 where they beat the raiders 13 (laughs) straight times so i think that is going to be the beginning of that and then you have a very exciting very big ticket matchup against the Buffalo Bills uh, on a Saturday night, a special Saturday night game Peacock at home. Only. Yeah. Peacock only. Yeah, this one is going to be awesome. I'm very, very excited for it. I think the Bills are one of the best teams in the NFL. I think this is going to be a true barometer game for the Chargers. Unfortunately, I just think the Buffalo Bills are really, really tough, and I don't know if the Chargers are going to be able to pull this one out, so I got them losing this one at home as much as it pains me. And so after those two games, we got 10-5 and five for the Bolts. So I have the Chargers
0: also sweeping the Raiders. It's one of the things I want to happen most this season. Yes. I mean, we'll see if Las Vegas is in playoff contention. We'll see if Jimmy G is still out there at that point, right? Yeah, because family trust very, and respect, everybody. Very tough for him to stay on the field for a whole season. Easy for me to say, right, covering the Chargers. Right. Um, I have <laughs> saying staying on the field. But I also have them losing the Buffalo Bills game and getting to 9-6 and six on the season. I think it's one of the biggest tests. I think it'll be a great – Kind of showing of what you can do and what you can you know potentially achieve in the playoffs if you can take down a big dog like that. Yeah. In December, when the lights are bright, I love that game. I'm very excited for it. Hopefully, the Chargers don't let me down. But I think even if you know they have an exciting game and a loss, it could still be a very very good game and a very fun game to watch. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, prime time, the best quarterback matchup this season outside of the Patrick Mahomes division. So. Very, very excited for that game. But now let's move to, at 9-6, and David, the Broncos in Week 17 and the Kansas City Chiefs in Week 18. How do you see the Chargers closing out this season? You have them at a great record right now. Can they pull off these last two?
1: Yeah, so I think these last two, I mean, man, this is really, really tough. And I absolutely hate playing the Denver Broncos in the middle of dead winter. I mean, it's just going to be frigid, cold. The Chargers... They just don't do well in those environments, and I just don't see them picking up this victory as much as I want to see it. I have them dropping this game to the Broncos. They split the series with them, but I have them against the Kansas City Chiefs at home, finishing up their season, getting a very, very big victory over the Kansas City Chiefs, and they finally split after having so many competitive games the last several years. I have them get that victory and stink their climb to ascension to hopefully eventually dethroning the Chiefs. And that that means I have them finishing with an overall record of eleven and six.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I I know a lot of people are going nine and eight. I know there's probably no reason to believe that the Chargers should, you know, knock off the Chiefs because they haven't given you any reason over the last couple of years, right? Yeah. So like I, I think the one big thing is I think. Between Kellen Moore and Clinton Johnston, like I think that might get you one against the Chiefs this year. I also have the Chargers winning that game against the Chiefs. And I have the Chargers winning in Denver in a very important game at the end of the season. Have a chance to figure out, you know, what you want to do differently against the Sean Payton-led Broncos. I have the Chargers finishing, you know, that tough stretch down the season at three and one, those last four games. I think they beat the Raiders both times. I think they split with the Broncos, and I think they split with the Chiefs to go four and two inside this division. Probably a lot of, you know, pretty optimistic at this point for both of us at 11 and 6. I think last year we had the Chargers going 12 and 5, but, like, it just doesn't seem crazy to me, David. Like, it, it, it no. doesn't seem crazy, but also we're at a spot right now where everybody's fully healthy, and we know it can't always stay that way.
1: And it's it's not going to stay that way. And right. and so, you know, this is just the way it looks like right now, just hoping and praying that you're as healthy as possible And that, you know, you have the whole season in front of you. And so you can just imagine. I feel very comfortable saying that if the Chargers are healthy, I can see them being able to beat anybody on their schedule. But I also know as a Chargers fan, nothing ever happens the way you want it to. And things are inevitably going to go wrong. So you have to account for that when you're taking a look at the schedule and trying to figure out how they're going to end up.
0: I think if we're, you know, assuming seventeen games of Justin Herbert, I don't think anything's out of the question. Um, I That's don't right. you know the the Chargers didn't add a lot this offseason, right? But like right, maybe there's something to keeping a core together and having pretty much this whole same team have more chemistry running it back this year. A couple guys are a little Health, older please. for sure. But like it, it's not far fetched for me to see a more healthy season from Keenan Allen or a more healthy right. season from Joey Bosa, right? Yeah. Having Rashawn Slater. Like, that is important, right? And I think the Chargers, you know, add some key depth. And I think that especially with, you know, a couple more additions to create some competition on this roster, I could really, really get behind, you know, an 11-win season, maybe even better. But it's easy to be optimistic at this point. I think both of us having them at 11-6, probably a little bit optimistic. But, hey, that 10-17 and last year was about as battered as it gets. I think a little bit tougher of a schedule this year. We'll see how it shakes out. But thank you guys, as always, for checking out today's show. Make sure because you know who we are, the everydayers know. We'll be back with you tomorrow to regrade the 2022 draft class for the chargers get into zion johnson what is the jamari Sawyer your grade at this point after what we saw from him in year one right what can you say about jt woods and isaiah spiller at this point so much to get into with those guys and then also getting into early look at training camp battles whose spots are on the line and we'll get into that on wednesday's show but thank you guys as always for making us your first listen to make sure you never miss the show go subscribe to the lockdown Chargers youtube channel and follow the show wherever you get your podcast from, right? And you can also find the show every day and get your questions in for Fan Mail Friday on all of our social media. You can also do it in the YouTube comments. If you want to, tell us what your predictions are for every game this season in the comments if you're watching on youtube but you can also hit us up on twitter at lockdown lac for the show's page you can find me on twitter at dantalksports and david drug on twitter at SD. you can also find us on instagram at lockdown chargers and our lockdown chargers facebook page thank you guys as always for making us your first lesson and being in an every day or we'll be back with you guys tomorrow talking about this 2022 chargers draft class until then take it easy and go bolts